Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Whether you love them, hate them, or just don't care about them, achievements and trophies are a cornerstone of modern video games. At their best, they can provide a meaningful incentive for players to remain glued to a game. And at their worst, they can exploit players' most primal, obsessive-compulsive tendencies. Then there are those chiefs which have been clearly implemented without the developers actually employing anything close to critical thought. I'm Jess from What Culture, and here are 10 video game achievements that really needed more thought. Number 10. Grab Bag. Turok. 2008. Now the achievement here was kill at least one creature, one enemy, one teammate, and yourself in the same round of a public match. We reckon it needed more thought, as achievements were still in their conceptual infancy back in 2008, and developers often don't think about how much achievements needed to reflect the design philosophy of the game itself. Case in point, 2008's Turok reboot, which encouraged chief hunters to literally kill their own teammates and then themselves during online matches, in pursuit of a measly 10 gamer score. Because the game's achievement list was revealed many months prior to release, players were able to express their outrage ahead of time, raking developer propaganda games over the coals for effectively incentivizing griefing and antisocial play. The backlash was significant enough that propaganda ended up releasing a day one patch to modify the achieve, removing the team kill requirement entirely. If nothing else, Turok makes a solid argument for achievements being published far in advance of a game's release if possible giving players ample opportunity to call out any achievements created in bad faith or without sufficient thought. Number 9. Hail to the King Final Fantasy IX. The achievement here was to jump rope 1,000 times without tripping and obtain King of Jump Rope. And as for why it needed more thought? For starters, Final Fantasy IX's infamous jump rope minigame can literally take players longer to master than the game's linear 40-hour campaign. Pulling off 1,000 flawless consecutive jumps requires players to exhibit, frankly, superhuman reflexes for seven and a half minutes, jumping in time with a rope which periodically changes its speed and pattern. If the sheer difficulty isn't bad enough, Square Enix clearly didn't consider how much more difficult it is to complete without a modern HDTV with a wireless controller, both of which introduce more lag compared to the CRT TVs and the wired controllers generally used when the game was released back in 2000. This is the achievement most likely to prevent you from getting the game's platinum trophy, and some players got desperate enough that they literally coded a script to run through the PS4's remote play app and automate the jumping. Madness. Number 8. The Gold Spender. SSX. 2012. The achievement? To collect all gold global events badges. 
And as for why it needed more thought, on paper this sounds simple enough. Collect the various event-specific badges by simply playing the game. Except that one of them is contingent on the number of players online. One of the badges requires players to compete in an event with 50,000 plus players, per the game's massive multiplayer global event system. It's a neat idea in theory, though like many ambitious multiplayer-centric trophies, wasn't implemented with much consideration for the future. Somewhat hilariously, EA optimistically assumed that 50,000 people would be regularly playing global events at the same time. But per the game's softer than expected sales, this was far from the case. Within days of SSX's release, the online player count had dipped irreversibly below 50k, and so many players were effectively blocked from getting an otherwise relatively easy platinum trophy. EA at least had the good sense to make things right, as a few months later they patched the badge to automatically unlock for all players. Even so, it's a rare achievement that threw a developer's hubris right back at them. Number 7. A2 Brute, Battlefield Bad Company 2. The Achievement. Online, Knife 5 Friends. And as for why this one needed more thought. This is another achievement that just didn't consider the realities of online play. The Chief requires players to be in an online match with at least one person from their friend list who also happens to be on the opposite team, then stab them to death five times. For starters, not everyone plays video games with their friends. We've all got busy lives after all. And even if you do have a friend to play with, ensuring you end up on opposite teams is basically a roll of the dice. If there are two slots available on the same team, the game will automatically team you together. So you need to hope you join the match with one open slot per team. And even if you get that far, it's not that easy. You basically need to be communicating over party chat, meeting up with your friend at a secluded spot, then taking it in turns to stab each other so you can both pop the chief. Doing it for real against a friend who is playing competitively while avoiding all the other players is nigh on impossible. Number 6. Lightning Emissary – The Last Guardian The achievement – reach the end of the game in 5 hours or less. And as for why it needed more thought. This speedrun achievement isn't that challenging if you're willing to put in the work to get to grips with the game's cumbersome AI, but on a philosophical level it feels entirely at odds with The Last Guardian's core ethos. This is a game that begs the player to stop and smell the roses at every possible moment, and to savour the growing relationship between the boy protagonist and his giant pet creature Trico. Considering that a playthrough can easily take upwards of 12 hours, encouraging players to sprint through the artful experience in record time just feels like an achievement added because the developers had a list they needed to fill. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates 
fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employees agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Number five, the Bladder of Steel Award, Rock Band 2. The achievement, complete the endless setlist 2 without pausing or failing. And as for why it needed more thought, this achievement is a cruel exercise in punishing the player, and in particular, their bladder. It requires players to complete the endless setlist 2, which is a marathon of all 84 songs in the game, totaling over 6 hours in length, without failing a single song or pausing even once. What this means is that players aren't able to hit pause to head to the toilet, and in the event their controller battery dies late in the game or they accidentally hit the pause button while strumming, they've wasted a huge chunk of their day. There are obvious strategies to improve the experience. Make sure you've got brand new batteries or use a wired controller and tag team the setlist with a friend. But for many players, popping the achievement requires not eating, drinking, or going to the toilet for six hours which sucks, obviously, to say the least. Given that holding your pee for hours at a time can literally kill you, it's probably not something the game should be encouraging so brazenly. Number four, and they'll tell two friends, Borderlands. The achievement, play a game in co-op with either an employee of Gearbox or someone who has this achievement. And as for why it needed more thought. If you played Borderlands upon launch, this achievement wasn't too bad. Even if you never teamed up with a Gearbox employee, it wasn't that hard to stumble across someone who had, allowing you to pop the chief by proxy. But the further away from launch we got, the harder it became to unlock, due to both the lesser presence of Gearbox employees online and those who got the achievement early. Years later, you'd have to keep cycling through random co-op matchups in the faint hope that one of them had the achievement and could pass it on to you. Gearbox eventually realized how poorly thought out it was though, as 2019's Enhanced Edition revised the achievement to be far simpler. You just needed to play co-op with at least two players for it to pop right away. Number 3. The Power of Two and Dynamic Duo Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 Plus The achievements Successfully complete all missions on normal difficulty and successfully complete all missions on turbo difficulty. And as for why they needed more thought. The PS Vita port of Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 takes ill-conceived achievements to a whole new level. Team Ninja effectively just transferred the chiefs from the PS3 version of the game over to the Vita version, without considering the differences between the two platforms. The big problem stems from the fact that the Vita version doesn't have online co-op play unlike its console counterparts. As a result, the co-op missions, which needed to be beaten to unlock these two trophies, paired players with a hugely inferior AI teammate. On top of this, the game's performance on the handheld is, in a word, atrocious. Without a skilled human comrade, beating the co-op missions even on normal difficulty is literally impossible, meaning the two trophies have only ever been unlocked by a small handful of players who took advantage of a Vita exploit. This also means that pretty much all players have been prevented from unlocking the game's platinum trophy. As baffling as all the achievements on this list are, this one really takes the cake. Number 2. More Heist, Less Speed 
Thief 2014. The achievement, finish the game in 15 hours or more. And as for why it needed more thought. Though achievements can present a fun and creative way for players to experience a game, in the case of 2014's Thief reboot, this achievement simply prolonged a thoroughly underwhelming time for most players. The game's main campaign can be comfortably beaten inside of 8 or so hours, but to pop this achieve, you needed to hang around for almost double that time. A achieve that encourages you to soak in the game world sounds fair enough in theory, except that Thief doesn't really have that much on offer for curious players and is basically just a waste of their precious time. It's certainly not a hard achievement, you can clearly just idle on a roof or a safe spot within the city to add time on the clock. It's just one that ties up your platform of choice unnecessarily without much in the way of actual entertainment value. It is as perfunctory and pointless as achievements come. Number 1. World Champion – Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter The achievement – Climb to the top of the Universal Leaderboard and as for why it needed more thought. Many online-centric achievements are a pain in the ass, but most of them seem completely trivial compared to the world champion chief in Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. The chief can only be unlocked by claiming the number one spot on the game's worldwide multiplayer ladder. An ask so absurd that many players have begged Ubisoft to remove the achievement over the years to no avail. Today, it can only realistically be unlocked by leaving numerous Xboxes running in tandem for literally months on end, the latest time estimate coming in at an outrageous 4,000 hours. Even then, there are enough players still trying to get the achievement now that you're unlikely to hold on to the number one spot for long. This is surely the achievement most likely to drive a human being. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Insane. An abomination that shouldn't exist. 